Hello, and welcome to the Space Coast Pet Podcast, the podcast for pets and the people who love them. Now, here's your host, veterinarian Dr. Roger Welton. Hello, pet lovers, and welcome to the Space Coast Pet Podcast. I'm your host, practicing veterinarian Dr. Roger Welton, a.k.a. Dr. Roger. I am so sorry, folks. I have not broadcasted in a while. I have, boy, I'm running on fumes right now. Um, As many of you know, I'm uh, in the process of opening a new clinic in my hometown of Vieira, Premier Veterinary Care. Uh, It's exciting, but it is overwhelming. Um, My last uh, clinic projects were actually acquisitions, and so you had infrastructure, equipment, a staff, a clientele, patients, everything in place right out of the gate. Uh, whereas this, I'm, I'm like inventing the wheel. It feels like I've never done anything like this before. It's daunting. We're set to open January 17th. So the last few months have just been a whirlwind. I'm still also in the process of uh, trying to you know, keep up with my caseload. I do the work of two veterinarians after 18 years of practicing in this area. I have a pretty high caseload and I try to see to all of my patients to the best of my ability. So just not much bandwidth, but here I am today. I'm going to continue to podcast as much as I can. Um, And uh, at some point, the dust will settle. Life will get into a better rhythm once I get this thing off the ground. And hopefully I can get back to uh, podcasting to you on a weekly basis. But uh, I'll do my best until then. I have an awesome email. Well, before we get to the email, uh, today's topic is hidden holiday dangers for your pets. And uh, I want you to really, really pay attention to this one because the holiday season is a wonderful time of year, but it's also, it could be a very dangerous time of year for your pets. I see a spike in urgent care visits all of the time. Uh, year, Year in, year out, this time of year, bad things happen. I don't want you to end up having to spend a holiday or one second of your holiday season, certainly not on a holiday itself, in an animal ER because your pet got into trouble. Certainly, I don't want to see any pets get seriously injured or or intoxicated or anything like that. And, and so um, awareness is everything. And please share this episode with any pet owner that you know, because a lot, some of these things, people just aren't really aware. Uh, before we get into the topic, though, i got to Awesome email from a 13-year-old girl from Fort Worth, Texas. So awesome to be reaching young hearts and mind. I am a father of a 12-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old son. My 14-year-old son wants to be a veterinarian one day. He's actually going to, with the local clinic going up that he could literally ride his bike to, he's actually going to start working in the clinic, learning some animal restraint, uh, learning to clean up after the animals, and seeing the not-so- uh, pretty side of veterinary medicine to make sure that it is indeed what he wants to do. I think he's got, I think he's got the stomach for it, but uh, great to hear from this young lady. Her name's Elizabeth. Here's her email. Good evening, Dr. Roger. My name is Elizabeth and I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. I'm 13 and love your podcast. I have a great Dane mix and he has some skin issues. Can you please cover how to prevent skin issues and about them? Other information, I run a a 4-H veterinarian program for kids. You were the first veterinarian podcast that was able to teach me at a young age. Thank you for what you do. You have inspired me and my 4-H group. If you have any used textbooks, I will gladly take them. Thank you again, Elizabeth Hall. 
So pretty awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled to you that, that you reached out. Um, I'm absolutely thrilled that you are a leader um, paving the way for a group of kids. That's amazing. Maybe one day you'll be a practice owner yourself. Um, just very, very happy to hear from you. Um, so skin is a gigantic issue. I could cover like two episodes. That's a pretty big rabbit hole. So what I'm going to focus on today, Elizabeth, is I'm going to focus on a, a good general health uh, kind of uh, baseline strategy that you can implement right away with no, not even a veterinary visit. Most skin problems arise from underlying allergic sensitivities and then inflammation, and then everything kind of goes from there. There's there's the secondary infection, there's hair loss, and that all stems typically from allergic stimulation, irritation, inflammation. And so I want to give you a tool and everybody else a tool that can promote healthy skin. Omega-3 fatty acids derived from fish oils. Uh, Omega-3 fatty acids are molecules that... Um, are anti-inflammatory by nature. So there is an inflammatory cascade called the arachidonic acid pathway that ultimately is what leads to inflammation, uh, histamine release, itchiness, discomfort, and all the other things that cascade from that at the tissue level. So what omega-3 fatty acids do is rather than enable all that to happen, it creates a detour where a good number of those inflammatory biochemical reactions get diverted into inert products that are not reactive. So that doesn't just occur at the level of the skin. It occurs in the joints, the blood vessels, the nerves. It's good for the brain. Uh, so it's just good for the body in general, but it's especially good for skin because not only do you de-inflammatize, it also conditions and nourishes the skin because the um, the omega-3 fatty acid component is an integral component to the cell membrane. So by protecting the cell membrane, we enable healthier tissue, uh, in this case, skin. So uh, just be careful with what you buy. That industry is not FDA regulated. So uh, there's a lot of bogus product out there. So you want to just be sure to get something good. And I can tell you right now, uh, a, a good bang for your buck in terms of quality but not pharmaceutical price is a, a company called Nordic Naturals. So if you go to nordicnaturals.com, they have a pet and human division. Uh, I have my whole, my whole family on, on uh, Omega-3 from that company, both my, my pets and uh, my children and me as well. So um, it's good stuff. It's great for the general health, and uh, you can order it right from there. So uh, thank you for contributing. And uh, when the time comes that I will be coming around to do a full skin episode, I'll be sure to email you and let you know that uh, that's pending. Thanks again for your contribution. And everybody else who wants to submit uh, comments or questions regarding um, to be considered uh, to be addressed on the air, comments at web-dvm.net, comments at web-dvm.net. Send them to me. That email address is also on the show page in the description. So let's get to our topic. Uh, the, the first holiday danger uh, that I'm going to bring up is chocolate. Chocolate has a compound in it called theobromine that does not agree with dogs. So theobromine is a caffeine-like molecule. It is, has, has a stimulatory effect. There's also caffeine directly in chocolate, which is why between the sugar, the theobromine, and the caffeine, ca uh, chocolate tends to make children a bit hyper and some adults. Um, 
theobromine is pretty much harmless to us. It's, we eliminate it like we eliminate caffeine. has that stimulatory effect, but you get a little hyper and it goes away and life is good. Um, in the case of dogs, however, the caffeine is fine for them, but they eliminate theobromine very, very slowly. And so because they eliminate it so slowly, what happens is the the stimulatory effect just hammers away at the dog's metabolism. They spike big, 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 big fevers. They can begin to seizure. They tremor. Um, and for reasons unknown, we don't quite know the mechanism of why theobromine does this, but it can put them into liver failure. And so we put all that together. Uh, it's, it's, it's bad stuff. So as far as theobromine is concerned, not all chocolates are created equal. Uh, baker's chocolate and semi-sweet chocolate have the highest levels of theobromine, and so those are the most dangerous. And then on down the line, you have dark, char- dark chocolate, you know, this chocolate, that chocolate, this chocolate, um, that have de- decreasing levels. But um, your worst is going to be baker's. Your close second is semi-sweet. Dark chocolate's not, not quite as high. And so my advice to you is if, if first off, Keep all chocolate out of reach of dogs, all right? But if an accident does happen, if it's baker's chocolate or semi-sweet, you want to induce vomiting immediately. If it happened, if you catch the ingestion within 30 minutes, that's the rate of gastric emptying. If you can get that dog to vomit, you could prevent a significant amount of intestinal absorption of theobromine and possibly save that dog's life. So uh, hydrogen peroxide is a good... uh, a good um, antiseptic to have around, but it's also good to induce vomiting for do- in dogs. Uh, generally, you want to uh, force feed one uh, tablespoon per 10 pounds of body weight. Um, that would be, I think, I want to say that's 10 milliliters. Don't, don't quote me on that. I, I'm really bad with teaspoon, tablespoon, milliliter conversions, but you can Google that. Uh, But yeah, one tablespoon per 10 pounds of body weight. So 10 pounds, one tablespoon, 20 pounds, two tablespoons, three pounds, three tablespoons, so on and so forth. And then if the dog doesn't vomit within five minutes, you can redose that to try it again. All right. Um, I I recommend not waiting around for the dog to throw up. you, you still want to get to that dog to a veterinarian immediately. So for me, I wouldn't mind my dog puking in my car while I'm headed to the vet because that's how dangerous um, Baker's chocolate and semi-sweet chocolate ingestion is. We want to get that stuff out of there, but we want to get veterinary care on top of that stat. All right. So, you know, line your, line your car with towels, you know, plastic bags, whatever it takes, but get your dog to the vet and get them puking as much as, as much as, uh, you know, that, that, that will work. So, um, if in doubt and there was not Baker's or semi-sweet ingestion, you, you know, we, we don't necessarily know what the toxicity level of the theobromine is in, in the various chocolates. If it's not one of those, you can actually go on the Merck manual, just Google Merck manual dog chocolate calculator. It's a really good tool where you can type in the type of chocolate. You could type in the weight of the dog and the amount of chocolate that was consumed. And in doing so, you just click the enter button and it will tell you how urgent the situation is based on the Merck manual calculator's uh, virtual knowledge of how much thiobromine uh, percentage there is in each type of chocolate. So um, I wouldn't even mess around with the Merck manual calculator if it's semi-sweet or, or baker's chocolate, but uh, any other type of chocolate you can just you know search there. It is amazingly accurate. 
I've uh, used used it several times myself, and it really is in line very often with what the medical literature tells us. So that is uh, chocolate. The next danger is often in uh, sweet candies. It's in a lot of things, things that we often don't realize, um, especially sugar-free stuff, and that's xylitol. So xylitol is in a, a, a class of of uh, compounds called sugar alcohols. And what they do is they provide the sweet taste, so they're a good sugar substitute without the actual calories that go with it, so there's no absorbed carbohydrate. Um, it's generally very safe for people. It's also present in a lot of toothpaste, sugarless uh, chewing gums, things you wouldn't even imagine. But it's in a lot of candies that aren't sugar-free, though, because you know um, some companies wanted to design candies that maybe uh, may not be too too overly high in sugar. So they're not sugar-free, but they can lower the simple carbohydrate amount by putting a little bit of xylitol in there and say it might make it a little bit safer for like a diabetic to, to eat on a moderate basis, right? So as far as the, the xylitol is concerned for dogs, um, while we don't absorb it uh, at all and it kind of just goes right through us, they... They absorb it, but they it they rec- their bodies recognize it as sh- as actual glucose or sugar. So, what happens when both us and dogs ingest sugar or simple carbohydrate? The pancreas secretes insulin. Insulin then triggers the the um, the cells of the body to take up the glucose and takes it out of systemic circulation. Um, it's, a, it's a process that happens all the time. Xylitol doesn't cause that stimulation in people, but it has a sugar-like stimulation of secretion of insulin in dogs. So essentially, even though they're not absorbing any dietary carbohydrate in the presence of xylitol, their body thinks that they're taking in glucose. That insulin gets pushed out by the pancreas, and the, the body starts taking up blood glucose out of systemic circulation, and it causes life-threatening, often deadly hypoglycemia, so low blood glucose. So essentially, the dog's body is tricked into thinking that it just ate sugar, but it did not, and as a result, it's taking out glucose that the dog vitally needs because there wasn't any real glucose uptake or sugar uptake, and so it's going to take out glucose that's normal and essential for the dog to maintain metabolic homeostasis. Very, very, very dangerous. So the hypoglycemia at first, they're very, very weak, they're listless, and then they could um, very quickly uh, go into a seizure. The neurons or the, the brain cells are the most sensitive to hypoglycemia, so they're the first to to have ill effects, and that's why we commonly see seizures when there's hypo, severe hypoglycemia uh, triggered by by xylitol, so um, very very. I don't want to say very very common, but fairly common occurrence this time of year. Um, but even not this time of year, if your dog ingests toothpaste or sugarless gum, sugarless anything, double check that there's not xylitol in whatever they ingested. Because if there is, you want to find veterinary care immediately. So the last thing I want to bring up is as far as hidden holiday dangers, uh, aside from the obvious dietary indiscretion, getting into the trash, letting children or your guests feed your pets, dogs or cats, 
uh, you know, treats from the table that's going to cause GI upset. And, you know, is the reason that the day after Christmas, my, my, my phone's ringing off the hook with diarrhea and vomiting cases. Aside from that, um, this one, this next danger I want to bring up is, 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 I don't want to say specific to cats, but more, more a cat hazard than it is for dogs, but not, you know, be careful with the dog as well. So there are um, Christmas tree garlands, they're called, and there's tinsel. And um, these are linear objects that cats love linear, ropey type stuff. They just love to play with that stuff. And that's why cats more commonly than dogs can get what's called a linear foreign body. So if they ingest, so let's say, a string of garland from the Christmas tree, cats are obsessed with Christmas trees, or uh, a long enough or large, uh, large enough amount of tinsel, then what, what, what the, the intestines do is just through the normal rhythmic contractions called peristalsis that advances the you know, normally eaten things in a uh, south direction from mouth to the exit. Um, what the linear foreign object does, it doesn't advance. Instead, it starts to elongate and then it's it but but it doesn't it doesn't get further down the pike because the top of the linear object whether it's a string a rope a piece of garland whatever it may be is stuck while the lower part of it the 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 intestine is rhythmically contracting to try to move it along it makes it taut and then eventually the intestine starts to bunch up uh sort of like an accordion around the linear object and it could lacerate the intestine. It's the most dangerous type of foreign body or among the most dangerous because it can literally lacerate the bowel and then bowel contents gets into the sterile abdomen and they can get peritonitis. And those are very, very challenging to repair because very often you're looking at a severely lacerated bowel along maybe, you know, 18 inches of, of the small intestine. Um, you're repairing multiple areas the, bow, the, the bowel's already, or the abdomen's already conto- contaminated by the bowel content, so they're already heading towards sepsis. Um, bad situation. So I recommend, if you have cats, don't do garland, don't do tinsel. Be, car- be very careful with ropey items. Very often we have gifts with like ropey bows on them or bows themselves. They like to unravel those and mess with them. They just love stringy stuff. Um, Keep them out of reach of cats. They're curious creatures that um, can't resist that stuff. So a linear foreign object is one of the most dangerous things. So just be cognizant of that. Um, that's probably going to be my last uh, broadcast of the year to you guys this year. I'm going to be uh, coming back to you hopefully the first week of January. or I'm sorry, second week of January when I return from my Aspen skiing trip with my family. I will uh, be going over the top pet resolutions for 2023. I always base those things on a lot of things that's transpired in our industry in the previous calendar year. And uh, that's why it's different every year and it's an episode I always enjoy doing. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I bid everyone a safe, happy, and healthy holidays. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.